From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Thursday, August 5th. Last night, Moab residents lined up one by one in a nearly two-hour public hearing to tell the city council and staff what they thought of the plan to raise the city's property tax. For 30 years, the rate has been set at zero. But now elected officials say they need to set another rate, one that could raise between $1 and $3.3 million. They cite backlogged infrastructure projects and the need to shore up the city's police department. But last night, Moab residents did not accept that. Michelle Blackburn is a longtime property owner in the downtown core. She told city leaders that this property tax felt like another burden to place on a small group of people shouldering the impacts of $3 million. So those three million annual visitors abuse every facet of our infrastructure and the surrounding landscape, and they increase the need for city compliance officers. More law enforcement isn't necessarily beneficial to the year-round population. So basically, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. By the city's own metric, an average residential property owner would see between a $150 and $500 annual impact, depending on the tax rate they set. Several landlords assured city council members last night that they would need to pass this cost off to their renters. This fear was articulated by Grand County Assessor Debbie Swayze, who spoke as a private citizen last night. I'm concerned most for the elderly residents the lower income, the single parents that live here, and our struggling workforce, and the, the people with the rentals that are going to be hit the hardest with this tax increase this year. There are current tax relief programs for the elderly and those experiencing extreme hardship under certain conditions. However, Swayze pointed out that many residences are due for reassessment, which would underscore the financial burden on property owners and those who rent from them. I don't pretend to know the answers. However, I do hear the effect of raising taxes every day in my job. I I have the people in my office all the time. I truly believe it's time to tighten our budgets and figure something else out and work for what's best for our fellow citizens and the part of our community and the people that actually live here. Serving the people who actually live here, that was a sentiment brought up again and again last night. 96-year-old Mona Horowitz said it often feels as if locals are treated like, quote, second-class citizens. Tourists come first. That's wrong in my opinion. This is our town, not theirs. Horowitz says she's lived here for 30 years, and this is the first time she's been compelled to speak at a public meeting. Gesturing towards the staff and council, Horowitz remarked on their youth. You're all very young. I see that you're all very young. I am 96. Hell, I don't know how that happened. Anyway, I was hoping that you would listen to the citizens, the ones that hold this community together, the ones that voted for all you folks, before Moab is lost forever to the lure of the almighty dollar. The feeling of being overrun by tourism and expecting that industry to pay for those impacts is a sentiment shared by many who spoke last night. City manager Joel Linares responded to this on a recent KZMU public affairs show. So I want to be clear, I I get that it feels like we're still getting overrun, because we are. Everyone says the tourists should pay for it, the tourists should pay for it. They have been. That's what we've been doing, and that's how we've got to this point of 30 years without a property tax. 
The city has not permitted a hotel since 2019, meaning they're no longer collecting impact fees from those commercial properties. Levying a property tax is one way to get more revenue from the tourism industry. If we're no longer going to permit hotels, which we're going on three years of not doing, and we're no longer going to collect those fees through those routes, that revenue has to come somewhere else to keep operations happening. Moab is one of only four cities in Utah that does not levy a general property tax to pay for its services. Until now, sales and use tax has been footing the bills. Combined taxes raised nearly $7.8 million in fiscal year 2021, up $1 million from just three years ago. We had our busiest months ever, ever July, ever August, ever September crazy in October, so I know sales tax are up. Longtime resident Cricket Green asked city officials to tighten their belts, even consider cuts to staffing before burdening property owners with a tax. Every business that I've talked to this year, be it a knickknack store or a restaurant, every one of them said they're, they're outnewing their numbers. That means you guys' revenue went up. So why we need this, I don't know. Well, maybe we need this because we're spending money where we don't need to be. While some like Green pointed to the need to make cuts, others acknowledge that Moab City is facing a backlog of infrastructure projects. The city estimates that much-needed projects total $60 million. Rachel Stenta worked at Moab City for 22 years and at various times served as city recorder, assistant city manager, and finance director. She says she does see the increase to Moab's property tax rate as inevitable. However, like others critical of using the money for what they see as impacts directly related to tourism, like hiring more law enforcement, Stenta says she wants city leaders to dedicate property tax revenue to projects for locals. In the last two decades, visitation to Moab has grown every year. City revenue has also grown every year, and consequently, city staffing levels have also grown. What hasn't grown is our funding of Capitol Road projects. My opinion is that if you are asking local residents and businesses to start paying a property tax, then those dollars should be dedicated to a resource that our residents and businesses use year-round, regardless of tourism, which is our roads. And anyone who has driven on our roads knows that they are in dire need of not only repair but rehabilitation. It's not clear if the city will be able to dedicate this funding if and when they decide to change the property tax rate. They will discuss this issue during their next meeting on August 10th and likely vote on the property tax rate on August 24th. You can find more information and ways to comment on the property tax proposal in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. A shelter for people experiencing domestic violence is reopening in Blanding. It will help Utah Navajo families get help and services in San Juan County. Ivana Martinez with our partners at KUER has more. The Navajo Nation purchased Gentle Iron Hawk Shelter in 2018. Last month, they signed a four-year lease with the Utah Navajo Health System to reopen the shelter. It's expected to house 30 women and children. Rick Hendy is with the health system. He says too often, victim advocates have to drive people hours away to the closest shelter. Some of the the women just felt so disconnected from family being so far away. And we're really excited to have this in the area where they won't feel just so detached from home. Delilah Goodluck is with the Navajo Division of Social Services. She says the Navajo Nation can't do it alone. Instead, they have to work with other Utah agencies to provide these resources to residents. These partnerships speed up services, ensures that we're not doing it by ourselves. 
And it also builds trust with the community seeing these type of partnerships happen. The shelter is still undergoing renovations. It's expected to fully open by October. Ivana Martinez, KUER News. If you or anyone you know is experiencing domestic violence, you can call the Utah Domestic Violence Hotline 1-800-897-5465 or locally Seek Haven Family Crisis and Resource Center 435-259-2229. And that's the KZMU News for Thursday, August 5th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.